For those of you that have um, been tired of being cooped up at home and are ready to get out and about, uh, we have a treat for you today. Uh, Tina Woodburn is with us. Tina is the Director of Veteran Relations for uh, Historic Programs and you have a huge event coming up in Hawaii in March that we wanted to uh, share with our Vietnam veterans. So thanks for joining us on MRN Radio. I really appreciate it and uh, Happy New Year too. I don't, I don't know what the the window of time is that you stop saying Happy New Year, so we're just gonna go for it. I think you're fine, Sharon. Thank you so much for having me on today. You know, doing things and making sure veterans know that they are honored and they are respected and that uh, we do acknowledge their service. And what we try to do is connect students, high school students to veterans uh, because that history and that story should never be forgotten. Whether it's World War II, Vietnam, even Afghanistan now, uh, Korean. I mean, there is so many stories that the veterans in this day and age can still teach our students. And that's what we're, our company is all about, is making that connection between a high school student that have heard or not heard from their parents, from their grandparents, from their aunts or uncles, stories and not really connecting what that's all about mm -hmm. until they see and they are there at some of our events. And that connection is just amazing. So thank you for having me. As far as our big programs, you know, I'd love to talk to you about several of them, but the one that we're focusing on today is the National Vietnam Veterans Parade and Ceremony. Uh, when Obama was in the office, he designated March 29th as Vietnam Day. Mm -hmm. And really that really needed to be done because the welcome home that they really didn't get, they still need. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I have a great relationship. I used to work with Tony Orlando for a few years. And, you know, his era, Tony Orlando, uh, he's in his 70s. And the whole yellow ribbon theme was really what Vietnam was all about. Those uh -huh. yellow ribbons tied and to come back and welcome them home. And that's why Tony's going to be a part of this year's event with us. You know, walk us through kind of what uh, an attendee um, would expect to experience uh, being a part of it, you know, where is it and, and um, kind of what's going to happen? Sure. You know, we have had our uh, Pearl Harbor Parade for several years, over 15 years. And so we approached Hawaii there at Oahu in Honolulu at Waikiki and asked them if we could get a permit to do something special for the Vietnam veterans as we do for the World War II survivors every year. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, we've been doing that for several years. So when we got the permit to do the Vietnam, uh, that's why they said, absolutely, we need the focus for that to be the Vietnam for that date in March 29th. And uh, so, so really it's going to be similar to what we do uh, in December for the World War II veterans, but it'll be totally focused on the Vietnam veterans. Once they arrive, like on March 25th, you know, there's packages, there's different days, 
But once they arrive, they have the opportunity to have someone, a tour manager, local tour manager, meet them at the airport with a motor coach. So you'll have a full coach of veterans and their families. We take you on tours. We do the accommodations for you. We make sure that you get to do the USS Arizona, of course, which mm -hmm. is, you know, amazing. You, you do the USS Missouri. We do an island tour. But then the day of March 29th is a ceremony, which is right there near Fort Ducey Park. The ceremony begins that afternoon. And it's about a couple hour ceremony where we have Vietnam veterans on our stage. We have special speakers. Then after that, after that ceremony, they go directly to the parade. And we have shuttles to, um, for all the veterans to ride in and their families, or they can march in the parade. And the parade mm -hmm. usually consists of high school bands, high school choirs, dance teams. So I apologize. <laughs> That's quite all right. Your, um, your administrative assistant is, is trying to get your attention or, or the attention of somebody else. So, so anyway, um, so basically it is for the four nights, uh, five nights, six nights, depending on how long they want to stay. They are taken care of from the minute they land in Honolulu until we get them back to the airport. Mm -hmm. uh, they're totally taken care of as far as a package that would include their hotel, a step-on guide from local, an island tour, all these attractions, and the ceremony and being part of that. After this, after the ceremony and after the parade, we do a dinner at the Waikiki Shell at the end of the parade and have a special performance luau, you know, and that sort of thing. So. Uh, it's just a full package, but it's mostly to celebrate the Vietnam veteran and their family. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the layer of the COVID piece because, um, you know, that's that's first and foremost in people's minds, you know, about uh, vaccination status and mask oh, policy and isolation and quarantine and all of those things. So let's talk a little right. bit about uh, the current situation in Hawaii as of January of 2022, understanding that your event is going to be several months down the road. I think at this point, they will continue the policies they had when we were there in December. In December, you had to go online, all of my high school groups, dance groups, and all my veterans, you go online to safetravelhawaii.gov. And that online is when you register and everyone registers their vaccine information that they've had, even if they've had the booster, everything is registered and you go online. Once you're registered in Hawaii, then 48 hours before you travel to Hawaii, they send you a questionnaire that asks you about how you feel, have you been exposed to COVID? Then you answer those questions. And as soon as you submit that, they send you back a barcode that goes either on your computer or on your phone, which allows you to enter Hawaii without all any hassles or anything. You are registered with the government to enter the state of Hawaii. With that said, that's probably gonna be the exactly same thing that they are going to ask us as a company and us as our 
uh, participants in this event to all be vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And like I said, most of the people that we took, we took 2,300 kids and over 200 veterans to Pearl Harbor this last December. And we only had a two that was not vaccinated, but they did have a COVID test 24 hours before they board the plane. Mm -hmm. As long as you get that test, and if you have not had the vaccines, as long as you get that test and it is at the approved locations like a CVS, like a Walgreens, mm -hmm. they have to be, um, and you'll know all that on the website because it really gives a really neat little video that explains details of what you would have to do to enter Hawaii. But once you do that, Sharon, it's an easy transition to once you land in Hawaii. Yeah, good, good. I, I like how um, they have, you know, streamlined the process and, you know, they're, you're not having to, to fool with, you know, getting vaccination cards out. You just show the barcode and you're, you're done and you're, and you're set. And um, that worked also for different restaurants in the city. Mm -hmm. You have it on your phone, you pull that up, you show it, you go right in. Now they did uh, request masks in a lot of the indoor facilities, but as far as the parade and our ceremony, no one had to wear a mask outside. Okay. Good. What is your um, projected attendance uh, for the March event? What are your What are your thoughts on, you know, this the size of it? Or well, since we just got the permit last fall and it is fairly new, I've got one full motor coach full of veterans that I am planning on to taking now, which I have about 32. Mm -hmm. And that one motor coach of Vietnam veterans and their family. And I do have some Korean War guys who want to go on that trip too. So it's not just limited to the Vietnam veterans to go on this trip. That's just who we are honoring on this right. trip, you know, as, as far as being on stage and the speakers and everything that's related to uh, the Vietnam era. Um, but we will have at this time, we have like 12 or 15, I think I have, that's another division of our company, but bands that will be attending. We had a dance team that was in Hawaii of 800 dance girls. Wow. And I think they're all coming back for the Vietnam. Uh, like I said, it's new. So of course it's not going to be near as big as what we've had for Pearl Harbor because we've mm -hmm. had that event for so many years. Yeah. This is the first year, but we still want to make it special. So I imagine between now and then we'll have a couple of thousand um, attendees, schools, choirs, and veterans. And we have special seating for all the veterans that show up to this ceremony. Yeah, that is so fantastic. And thank you so much for uh, putting it together. I know it is it is uh, not easy, you know, especially navigating, you know, events for large, you know, large numbers as you've been talking about. Um, it's it's certainly not easy to to orchestrate that uh, during a pandemic. So I so appreciate um, historic programs and all of the efforts that that your organization has done and and you have have uh, done to to help make it. Um, come to life it's just really appreciated so thank you so much it's, for that. it's our it's our honor to be able to do this and to have the resources to be able to do it 
Let's let's talk a little bit. At the beginning of the conversation, we were talking about the connection between students and veterans. And so can you talk a little bit more about kind of that aspect of your organization? The best way to to explain it is, you know, we have all these teachers that music directors, of course, or choir directors, they kind of pair up with their school's history teacher. Mm -hmm. These kids learn about why they are going to this event. Um, and there is a really neat uh, video on that website, historic programs with an S.org. There's several videos of teachers explaining how important it was before they even went on this trip mm -hmm. to be able to know why they were going on this trip. Right. And you also see some veterans being able to visit with these students and tell their stories. Mm -hmm. And it's so amazing. You could hear a pin drop. I mean, they're so attentive to listen to their stories and that's what it's all about. So the best way to explain that is just to go on that line and watch the videos because just that connection is what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. And it's, it is it is interesting, kind of the, the ripple effect that takes place. Um, I know for me personally, you know, my dad served on the USS Ranger and we didn't really talk about his service until I started getting involved with military reunions and I talk, started talking to other veterans about their experiences. Um, and so that um, the conversation started with my dad and several years ago, he and my mom and I uh, went to, actually went together to his uh, USS Ranger reunion. Um, so it has, it has allowed, um, a, a broader sense of conversation with both of my parents. Um, the other thing that I'll, I'll tell you, you know, these conversations um, that that the kids have, the exposure that the kids have to the veterans, does something else. You know, it it their their family members at home, you know, that typically didn't talk about it. They're going to start asking questions, and they're going to start learning. A, a lot more. We have so many veterans families that say, you know, my my dad served in World War II. We were researching things. They had no idea of their service. They had no idea um, of that chapter of of their family member's life. So it's it is that connection, that conversation that starts is so important. You're right. Yeah, and there is Vietnam veterans we all know. That it's hard to talk about what they experience, even when they came home, what they experienced. Yeah. And to to bring it up, it's not to be hurtful or not to bring pain. It's for that healing process. Mm -hmm. And I Absolutely. think as you explain to the high school students why they're there and why we want to make sure that they will never be forgotten, how we want to honor them. It's a, it is a new chapter, and it's something that even when I was in high school 40 years ago, it never was brought up. And nowadays, mm -hmm. as far as being able to go to these music directors and say, hey, this is what we want to do, and they are all for it, and it, it does. It opens the whole conversation between their parents, their grandparents, and, and on. So yeah. it's time. it is very much time. 
Yeah, abs no, absolutely. Um, you were talking a little bit earlier about the the different programs that you have, the, the Pearl Harbor and the World War II celebration that happens in December, of course, uh, and then the, the Vietnam Veterans Day uh, event. Are there other events that you're focused on with vet the veteran community? Yeah, there's two other ones. One of the other ones that we do is always the week of Veterans Week. Yep. It's called Parade of Heroes, and it's at Washington, D.C., and we have veterans and high school groups again, the same connection. And we they do a concert at the Lincoln Memorial Steps. Mm. The veterans lead a procession down the reflection pool. The students follow the veterans. And then we do another concert at the World War II Memorial. And this all takes cake, takes place, excuse me, the weekend of Veterans Weekend, usually on a Saturday, wherever Veterans Day falls. Mm -hmm. But Parade of Heroes, and we call it the Parade of Heroes because those heroes, they lead the procession of those students. And that we have special seating for them. They have, you know, United Band choirs sing. We lay wreaths each one of the monuments during that ceremony. We lay wreaths at the Korean War, the Vietnam, World War II. So all of those wreaths are being laid during that ceremony. And then the other one that we do is we've done for several years now is the D-Day Parade in mm. Normandy, France. And we did the 75th anniversary, which was the last large one we had. It's in Normandy, France. We do concerts and special VIP seating for all of our veterans in Normandy at both cemeteries. We do a large um, concert. We do the parade in St. Mary Glise, there in, there in uh, Norman, near Normandy, France. And yeah. then they get to spend a couple of days at Paris. So that D-Day parade um, we have every year. And like I said, every five years it's bigger. But this last one, 75th, uh, we had a bigger crowd than they actually did when um, President Trump was there for the 75th in Normandy because of, you know, um, all the protocol that you have to do when a president's there with security and everything. Yeah. A lot of people showed up to our event because it was, you know, we didn't have all the, you know, press and we didn't have all yeah. the security and everything. So, yeah, those four events. So you have Pearl Harbor celebrating the World War II vets. Uh, Pearl Harbor, actually Hawaii again for the Vietnam, Parade of Heroes in Washington, D.C., and then the D-Day in Normandy, France. And of course, mm -hmm. that's always in June. For people that are, for veterans or family members that are interested in participating and want to book through you, um, they can go to historicprograms, is it .org? It um, is .org. Okay. They can register online, and once they register online, someone will contact them to go over some details about anything that they would need. Okay. And that can be customized per how long they want to be there, uh, how many family members they want to take with them, uh, make an individual payment plan. Now, I do have some groups that get together, like there may be one reunion that 12 of them want to come. Mm -hmm. And the secretary that wants to collect money and give that to me, 
we can make any kind of arrangements, whether it's a reunion that wants to come, part of the reunion come, or individuals. Okay. All right. Perfect. Um, the you know, we we've talked to kind of about the programs that are that are coming now, but um, tell me about the organization. You know, typically when I am am visiting with people on our podcast, we always start kind of with the background of the organization and your background, and so. Um, tell me a little bit about the background of Historic Programs. Well, Historic Programs has several different divisions. Uh, sound Education Programs is kind of our big umbrella of events that we do. We've been in business over 20 years in Mesa, Arizona. And what we do is different competitions for high school music departments. That's kind of how we started. We have national show choir competitions, concert choir competitions. We have an orchestra competition in New York City. And these are all annual events that we host. And then the other division was our historic programs. Now, I'm still a producer of events for some of these others, but I come from a background of, of veterans, uh, I was in Branson, Missouri all my life. I was born and raised in Branson, Missouri. Worked with the veterans in Missouri, in Branson for mm -hmm. years. Um, and so I have a passion, passion. I work, yeah. work with veterans. And when this opportunity came up with, okay, yeah, we do four events. We've done for several years. But we've never focused on how to get the veterans there. Mm -hmm. They all show up because they hear about the event and show up but we've never had someone such as myself to actually take care of them while they are at the event. Yeah. So the veterans can make one call and say, Tina, I'm going to come. I want to be a part of this. Help me do it. Or I can just come and enjoy without having to figure out where am I staying? Where do I need to be at what time? You know, those type of things, which that's what my job is. Mm -hmm. So, um, that division of historic program is just one section of what our company does. And uh, yeah, the background is just a passion. And that's why, you know, I used to work for Tony Orlando too. Yeah. And he is wonderful with veterans and uh, he's more than wanting to be a part of this Vietnam. Uh, when you were talking about Branson, for for uh, folks that are listening that are not aware, uh, Branson <laughs> is probably one of the most veteran-friendly, veteran-centric, enthusiastic, celebratory, I, I don't know, I'm trying to think of all the adjectives that I can use to describe it, but the the, the focus of that organization of, of that destination is is so veteran centric um it's it, it's extremely popular probably more than any other destination in the country uh for veterans and for veteran um reunions yeah and you know it's not just uh, the destinations it's it's a feeling mm -hmm. that people have when they come into branson that branson remembers never forgets, appreciates every show. Uh, you can be a veteran and be in Branson, and if you have your uh, service hat on, mm -hmm. people will stop and say thank you for your service. They don't do that all across the United States. No, but no. They will do that in Branson, Missouri. 
Yeah, uh, every show they recognize veterans. Veterans stand up during the shows. They have special events every year around November 11th for veterans. So, yeah, it's a very special place. And I grew up here, so yeah, I would say that it is uh, a very special veteran area. And there's several reunions that take place here over yeah. the years. Yeah. yeah. And thank you for the opportunity and for the Military Reunion Network to actually reach out to me to be able to tell you about what we're offering and how you can be a part of it. And we would just really appreciate you reaching out to us and sharing this with your veterans. Oh, I, I am sure that they will will love it. And if uh, because it sounds like this is going to definitely be an annual event. Um, if it if it doesn't fit on their calendars for this year, I know that there's going to be a lot of focus on on getting um, the dates uh, penciled in for uh, next year for for the event. Most and definitely. online for the Vietnam, it has both this year's event dates and next year's event dates. Wonderful, wonderful. Because it isn't you know for for the veterans that are listening, you know it's not just March 29th, so it's the, it's kind of a a window of time around that date right yes yeah and they can um, schedule it I mean even it, you know we have a lot of veterans who want to look if they can't make it this year they will look forward to 23 mm -hmm. and to be able to make payments and have something to look forward to to that year that's still good too you know just yeah. have something to look forward to and know that we're here for you and we'll work with you any way we can awesome awesome Tina, thank you so much. Uh, this has been uh, fantastic. And uh, to our veterans that are listening, thank you so much for your service and your continued volunteerism of keeping your reunions going. Um, we appreciate you so much. And for those of you listening, thanks so much for tuning in. We will see you next time.